Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. It should make a noise I that know, goes, I have nothing. Okay, Raheel, do you think countries like France that ban the hijab in certain public arenas are in the right? You know, Canada, your country, didn't they just pass a law that said you can take your citizenship oath in the... Uh... So we are talking about two separate things okay. here. The hijab is the head covering, the right. headscarf that is worn by many women as a religious obligation, although it's not required. But not required. the face covering is a niqab. What Canada has done is allowed a woman to give testimony in, with her face covered. And that is what my organization, the Council for Muslims Facing Tomorrow, has uh, been uh, lobbying the government to say that the niqab, the face covering, which I call a mask, should be uh, banned in all public spaces. Yeah, I mean, there's another thing where I've heard liberals say, well, it's their culture, they like it. I, women don't really like it, right? I mean... Well, I think that if a woman... You're a little brainwashed that, if yeah, you do. If a woman says that it's her choice and that she likes being covered from head to toe in a sack, then I think she, would, she should see a therapist. Come on, you yeah. love it! You love it! She loves it! She does. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very liberating. <laughs> and and your, uh, your nose, diamond? Very un-Islamic. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How long have you had that? Uh, since I was 15, because it really? was a fashion. Wow. And then I discovered that this was the best place to have a diamond. No one can steal it. But you know, <laughs> politically correct people will never ask me, why are you wearing a earring in your nose? It was a little four-year-old child on a subway train that said loudly to his mom, she's wearing a earring in her nose. And the mom went, shh. And I said, no, let him ask. How else is he going to learn? Right. I'm wearing a earring in my nose. <laughs> so... There you go, because it's the best place to hide it. <laughs> but what about an uncle who says, I got your nose, and then he yeah. takes your... Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. You had that uncle, yeah. didn't you? The I got your nose guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, talking about noses... Okay. We well, all have. Yes, we're all Semitic, we're all Semitic people. Yeah. Well, you have a beautiful waspy nose, but... Can you believe it? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Sarah, do you think... Do you think comedy can play a role in diffusing the appeal of bigoted and hypocritical candidates like Donald Trump? Oh, please. <laughs> Next. Yes, we all do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Lewis, who could have beaten Donald Trump in the primary if neither Cruz, Ruby, or Kasich are able to? I mean, I guess that means somebody who didn't run? Mark Maron, maybe. Yay. I don't know. Somebody, you need, you need somebody, okay. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent is pretty close, yeah, is what we have already. Right. I mean, you know, Ted, Ted Nugent, who once called Obama an inhuman mongrel, and then See? took offense when people said it was racist. I love when they do that. What you, where are you getting racism? From inhuman mongrel. I just, uh, you know, like... Again, the way they... this is my point. I think he could have taken Trump out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be, wow. somehow be worse. Does the panel have a sense of how the Supreme Court will come down on the Texas abortion law? Oh, this, I mean, so this was perhaps the what biggest is... abortion case in 25 years. It was argued this past week before the Supreme Court. Also a week in which BT dubs. Clarence Thomas spoke from the bench for the first time in 10 years. But, right. separate issue. Well, uh, he was also on a, promoting the... Uh, 
<laughs> Promoting the movie. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> Making a joke. <laughs> but, but you didn't make it. The Anita Hill movie. <laughs> oh, I. Uh. What? <laughs> uh, I'm so, I think. I'm sorry. I, I'm high from when we're getting high later. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Who's <laughs> They said Clarence Thomas. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, uh, so, you know, I wish you were here two weeks ago when I smoked pot on the show. How did that go? It went awesome. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah, I smoked pot right on the show. Yeah, fucking deal with that. During the... <laughs> oh, yeah, at the end of the... Yeah. So, um, I, I, I think before Antonin Scalia died, everybody thought it would be a 5-4 decision with Anthony Kennedy being the swing vote. Now that Scalia is no longer on the court, the question is, is it going to be a 4-4 ruling, in which case the Texas law restricting abortions is upheld, but this policy is not applied nationally? Or, if Kennedy sides with more liberal justices, will it be 5-3 and it'll be struck down? But did another Cruz argument to appoint that, that, a justice <laughs> to the Supreme Court, right? Well, this is the thing. Nobody ever votes based on the Supreme Court, but it is arguably well, the most year... important issue. It affects literally everything that touches Americans' lives. Well, and the next, I wonder whether this what year What is going to go will. on with this? Well, and I think the... Look, I think the president is going to make a nomination, and at the end of the day, I think there's going to be enough public pressure that at least there will be a hearing. And, you know, the average uh, time that a Supreme Court nominee has been pending is like 67 days. He could make multiple yes. appointments it's, between now and then. I mean, why they want to defraud... And look, can you... Think about the idea that people who describe themselves as constitutionalists want to take one of the most simple ideas simple, in the right. Constitution and deny this president that. And, you know, and is that about race? Yes, it is. Is it about questioning the le legitimacy of this president? Absolutely is. And it's got to be stopped, and only the American people can stop it. Yeah! Right now. Oh, shit. You're going to win that, right? You, of course. You got that Up bad. two points yeah. in the polls. Yeah. It's just two points. Up oh. two points. All right. You know, well, if it's raised, just two points, don't two, be complacent look, out he's there. He's raised ten times as much money, too. He's raised ten times as much Yeah. Oh, wow. But that's all right. I got the people. Right. You got yeah. The people. Sorry. People. That's whose side I'm on, the people. <laughs> Does FBI Director James Comey saying that he is closely involved in the investigation of Hillary's emails mean that she should be taking the threat of indictment more seriously? I mean, I, I feel like this is a fantasy on the right, yeah. that her emails yeah. are going to bring her down. She this is the Obama Department of Justice who's looking into it. She had this private email server. It, I mean, I don't know what's in there, but it's weird. It looks like she's hiding stuff. It's a lack of transparency. It's a legitimate issue. It only looks million... like she's hiding stuff to people who want it to look like she's hiding stuff. Didn't she? Why, go... why does she have? Didn't why does she, she release have a... a billion emails already? Why does yeah. she have a private email? Why? Are, why has the guy who set up the private email now cut a deal? What do you think is on? Cut a deal. Just they want me... to talk to him. Mm. And he's he, been granted immunity. He's been granted immunity, which is very typical in a case to allow the prosecutor to talk to them. The investigators will talk, and I think at the end of the day, they're what do you, what not going to indict Hillary Clinton. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't. Know. Maybe it's nothing. I just, I'm just saying. I think that this is the. Obama, this, this is not. This is not this, like. This is not a Republican witch hunt. This is the Obama Department yeah, of Justice it's looking into something really. that looks fishy and looks I weird. I, I, look, I think the involvement of Comey says. The buck stops here. This is not some low-level prosecutor running amok with this case. Whatever the outcome is, 
I'm answerable. <coughs> I'm handling it. I'm over. <coughs> That's what I think I the think Comey it's involvement means. It's going to be a legitimate means. investigation, and then it's going to be closed, and then Donald Trump is going to get their nomination, and I think Hillary's going to get ours, and she's going to win the election. Maybe. If Donald Trump wins the nomination, Unless I think the Republican Party <laughs> is going to come apart. This is what well, is so interesting. I, I do. They made their bed. This is their, Donald Trump is a manifestation no, of Don, their No, Donald behavior. Trump is a hijack. It's a hostile takeover of the Republican Party. You can't, he doesn't you can't spend he doesn't all this time fear-mongering, and then when someone comes to the forefront there's, there's and blames Mexicans and Muslims and the American people embrace it, that's, that's from them. They've been primed. Yeah, and... and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I hear this all the time. The party is broken. Yeah, the people are broken, too. I mean, I'm sorry to say well, that. Well, okay. but you see Let's all talk the... about the Democratic Party that says that women who support Bernie Sanders are sellouts to their gender, are traitors uh, to their that, gender. What that, about that? That is bullying and fear-mongering as you well. Go. To a, but in a much smaller, littler yeah, degree. I mean, there are people who support... That's... Listen... <clears throat> There are Bernie bros on the Hillary side. They they say if you don't vote vote for Hillary, you're not a feminist, and right. uh, and if you vote for Bernie, then the Republicans will win. And so you know that's like self fulfilling prophecy yeah. stuff. But I, I know that I'm a feminist, and I'm voting for Bernie, so I've just debunked it. Here's the thing, I think. Poor Republicans, they've got such a mess in their party that they want us to have a mess, too. And what we actually have is a legitimate debate between two right. highly qualified so candidates. Every time you see the debate, you're like, <laughs> I mean, finally, two smart people you talking must, about... You must be ashamed Wait, Without Donald Trump, debates. though... You must, been, you must Don, be... Look, Donald Trump is a guy who invited Hillary Clinton to his wedding, who supports... Plan, support, listen, he's a liberal. People used to play Donald, together, Donald Trump know. is a liberal. I, I he supports funding not, Planned Parenthood. He supports eminent domain. He well, supports single He's pair. on both sides of every one of those he's a, issues. He's a liberal, it, and if you take him out, the Republican a, Party a has a pretty strong... He's a liberal, and what they have is they have... He's hardly a liberal. Right, and but, what do you have left? You have a Cruz who shut down the government, and you have Marco Rubio, who was... You know, against immigration before he was yeah. for immigration. I, They're I, I, shaking because they've all agreed on the same set of lies, and somebody's shaking it up a little. But I, don't it's think all... a, I don't think a guy who supports killing terrorist families can be described as a. Liberal. No, he changed it on that <laughs> today. And waterboarding well, and worse. Did you hear what, what his son what did you said? Think but he changes you... a lot. He changes. You know, he says something he's flexible. That he says, but I loved. I saw that clip. My God, he's ditto. Yes. So, yes, you know, today he'll sma uh, slam you, tomorrow he says he loves you. So he's either very dysfunctional... He's an authoritarian, <laughs> too. That's what concerns me the most. Right. I mean, and by but, the way, I don't know if you that, saw the Vox piece. Yeah. The number one predictor, if you're a Republican who likes Trump versus a Republican who doesn't, is your propensity toward authoritarianism. Right. That is the key divide. Well, yes, but, but when yeah. you talk about Muslims, the, there was a poll that said that 11% of American Muslims are in favor of Trump. No. Well, That's and good. also he gets some Latino votes. Yes, I mean, I, you know, this is a lot like one in the, every crowd is yeah. what I. <laughs> this is a little, I feel like a lot of the people taking these polls are a lot like the hundred people surveyed in. Uh, <laughs> what's our favorite show? <laughs> you cannot remember anything. I'm really. I think I'm brain damaged from pot. <laughs> I think the vapes cause more damage. You plug it into a wall. It's just, it's just, what am I doing? You know, you're just, <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you know, you're just you're just be traveling to your own drummer. You're saying I start sentences. I don't have to finish. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's artist. been done, finishing sentences. You know. I draw an arc, but, you see the circle. Right. So I wanted to, I never got to ask you this. Yes. You are, you have a mixed marriage. Yes. You're a Shiite? No. My a, husband's husband from a, a Shiite family. I'm from a Sunni family. Which and our children are Sushis. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that used to be fairly common. It's, I mean, before we invaded uh, Iraq, that was common in Baghdad, right? Yes, it was. It was common in Baghdad. And actually, people said that if this war happens, it's going to take place in the bedrooms of the, the people in Baghdad. There were intermarriages. And at the time I got married, it was uh, still a bit taboo. So both of us sort of ran away from home and came abroad, and people took a bet that this was not going to last. So in June, it'll be 40 years. And, and, <laughs> and I'm sure there are, there are certain small differences, like holidays and stuff like that. But, but in general, when you have a disagreement, I'm sure you can say to each other, but we agree on 95%. We're all on the page with Allah. Uh, Muhammad, of this course, is, yeah, of, of course. course. I don't know. You it's know, so... everyone can agree to disagree. Right. We can all learn to get along together if we learn to respect each other's differences. That's right. what it's about. Well, unfortunately, that is not what religion is great at. It's no. so weird. No because... religion is good at no, that. Then... Religion is always it about my way or the highway. Yeah, my God is better than your God. Right. But eventually, we all realize that if you're a believer, it's the one and only God. So, you know, we need to learn to get over these political differences you know, which is so much more about patriarchy and power and politics in my part of the world. And that's what the struggle is. You know, the struggle is for power and hegemony. It's not about being a kinder, nicer person. And once we, we are able to, what, what I would like to ideally see is this American Islam, indigenous American Islam, which is plural, pluralistic, democratic, liberal, loving of everyone, accepting of everyone, right. and accepting of those who have no faith also which is something you don't see in the Muslim world. And that indigenous American Islam is going to save thousands of gen the next generation of young Muslims. Hear, hear. Thank you. What a great final word. Thank you, audience. Thank you, panel. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.